it's time to get your sip on. Use your phone and tablet, computer, get your list on. Having fun while entertaining, it's the mission. Drag your mouse to the link and get your click on. Yeah. The topic stay lit, conversation don't quit A couple wisdom with some humor in it Uh, nothing gets better than this So sit back and just take you a sip Welcome, welcome, welcome What up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade Where we are serving the tea without the shade Like we always do Welcome back I know, it's so, so exciting. So excited to have you back It's been forever and a Ages, it seems and like. a day. All right, you guys. Nice sippers, you already know. Yeah. The, the sippers were uh, worried about where L was. Everyone blowing me up. Where L? That she ain't leaving the show. I'm here. I'm here. I'm like, no, she's just doing her thing. She got some things they had to handle. I had some family situations that popped up, but it is all, well, not all good, but we were working through it. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into our weekly check-in. Uh, I want you to go first. My week was. How was your week? I my week's it. pretty good. I got it. I was, that's it? Yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got? That's all I got. Okay, that's all right. It's like that sometimes. <laughs> How's your week? We're going to get through. My week has been not too bad, actually. I've been working on trying to get some uh, life coaching clients. And wait, I, wait, wait, wait. Your week isn't dope? No, dope? it hasn't been. It hasn't been uh, dope the last couple of weeks. Oh, no. It hasn't been dope because you haven't been here. Well, I'm back, y'all. I'm lying. I'm oh, lying. Bro, you ain't going to just let me live on that? No, 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 no. It's been okay. It's been okay. I mean, like I said, I've been trying to get... Um, some life coaching clients, and so I just finished doing my first video for the business. Did you see it? No. You should see it, TJ. Actually, I know TJ. Actually, saw it. it's it's really nice. He did a good job on it. Is it like a video? Video? You gotta see it. Yeah, you gotta see it. Go gotta check. See it. Go check it out. Yeah, it's, it's, are you it's stripping really in it? No, you don't want to see that. No one wants to see that. At this day and age. <laughs> <laughs> No one wants to see that, but no. So it's, go check the video out, Sippers. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Jay, of all people, is always like sex sells. Anytime sex I do a sell, picture though. or a video for all he's like, you need to be cuter. <laughs> sex does sell, especially for women. I don't know what it is. Women just have this sex appeal about them, so that's just what it is. No, that's just men. That's that's just men. Well, what about TJ? What about you, TJ? Had a good week. I um, finished my class that I was taking in college. I got a 95 up in hey. hey, congratulations. Congratulations. It was an um, accelerated course, but uh, I'm glad you finished that right now. I can really focus a lot more on my coaching and building things up and in, uh, enjoying life even more. So, so that's what's up. That's what's up. I wasn't done, though, Al. You just kind of cut me off. So I was saying. I was done with you. I was saying <laughs> about my, my uh, video I did that I did the voiceover work for it. And so my question I was going to ask you guys was, um, oh, go ahead. Oh, did you talk working? to the, vo- the voiceover queen? No, I did not talk to the voiceover queen, but so many people have said how much that my voice worked for that. Mm-hmm. And so have y'all ever not done something because of fear, but then you did it and it was like, man, I should be doing this a long time ago. No, I could totally see you being a voicing person though. Like you have the voice for it. We always say it. Yes, that's the thing. TJ's always has said it to me. You've said it, and I've probably over the course of the last ten years, I've had at least seven random strangers say, "Hey, you have the voice to be doing radio or Mm -hmm. speaker announcement and stuff like that." But I've never really thought about it until recently. So I was like, "Man, you know what? That's something I need to step into." So I was going to ask you, have you ever did something or not done something because you were afraid of it, then you finally did it? It Was like, damn. to be doing this i should have been doing this i yeah. can't think of something specifically but i've definitely felt that feeling and 
either not push through or push through. But I've definitely felt that feeling. Like even with dancing, like I mean, you always dance, but you wasn't always a teacher. You were you had no fear of doing it, and then realizing once you did it, you were like really really good at it. Um, or do you always knew you were gonna be good at dancing? <laughs> no, I had no clue that I was gonna be good at dancing. But um, no, I don't know. There's definitely a lot of things that push you back, especially when you're doing something that you're good at. Um, but that can even obviously like be anything can be ranked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's always that fear that you're falling short, but. Okay. For the most part, I don't like let it stop me. That's what's up, TJ. Anything for you? When I was in the fire academy, we had to go to the top of a seven-story tall tower. Seven stories, seven wow. stories, and we had to repel out of there. Yes, hell no, for me. And <laughs> the way you had to do it, you had to first you had to sit here and go to the edge of the building and lay all the way back in a prone position, you pretty much um, horizontal position with the building. And oh then, wow! Then they tell you to push off. You had to push off, man. I was like, you had to like jump out. Yes. Ooh. So I was scared at first, but after that first time. Oh man, I ran back up the steps that <laughs> drill, so I can make sure I do it again. And you know, actually, it reminds me of a video that Will Smith did. I love telling my clients to watch that. And uh, what it is, he talks about how he, he went, loves some Will Smith. Hey, man, I mean, that's, who that's, Smith. that's my man right who there. You know. <laughs> he called me the other day. Oh, that's what, uh, what he said. I wish. I, I wish. <laughs> but no, but he, he talks about the other side of fear is bliss. Mm-hmm. And I tell anybody, YouTube it. YouTube the other side of fear by Will Smith and watch that little video. So maybe around about three, four, six minutes or so. Something like that. It's not too long and everything, right? But it's very good to watch and it helps you get past your fears a whole lot. That's what's up. So, y'all, I, I'm going to step into this voiceover stuff. All right, y'all. I can totally see you doing that, actually. You have yeah. the voice for it. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, see you doing working for Audible. I'm obsessed. You know, so. I'm obsessed with Audible. I actually have decided. Are you going to read your own book? Yes. Yes! yes. I'm sorry. Okay, yes, I, I legitimately. Like, one of my favorite books is called Born a Crime by Trevor Noah. Have yeah, you heard we, of it? we were talking about it a few weeks ago. You said it was a good audible. And he does it himself. He does the voice over himself, which makes me love the book even more because it's it's just, it's him talking about him. It just is so relatable. So I'm, I, like, can't wait. Yeah, so I actually decided this week that cause I was going to hire somebody to read my book to do the audible for me. Yeah. But then I Why? was like, you know what? I'm going to do it myself. You have all the recording equipment exactly. and you have the voice already for it. Why would you hire so, someone? to do that i am going to do noises in audible form i'm so excited i am ready for that all right all right guys let's go ahead and move into the who am i i'm glad you back for this why what's been going on outside i've been gone because i've been trying to give the i've been the guesser i mean the person giving, giving the clues and tj has been winning the last two weeks against our ah, guests it's not so easy giving the clues is it i've been giving him easy clues though it's easy hard because clues. it's either you don't give them here he go he been giving me easy clues you give him both of us that's true easy clues. that is true that is true. he loves taking away he loves taking away from me but that's okay that that is is true. you did say you was gonna give it him like it was only i'm giving him. him easy that's clues. true that is true that is true <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into who am I today. All right, my guy, that's the first one, is a guy. He's American, he's a producer, an entrepreneur, a record exec. He was... Sean Combs. No. He currently resides in L.A. Kanye West. No. He has worked with DJ Khaled, Frank Ocean, J. Cole, Justin Timms. Um, Kanye West. Jay-Z. Yes. 
Were you just not gonna say anything? Wow. I was honestly that was an easy one right there. So you didn't know you who just, it was. Please. You didn't know who it was. When she first talked about that, she was in LA, I always figured um Jay Z. But feel good, now you got it. <laughs> I'm gonna take good. that win. I'm gonna take that win. I'm gonna take that win. Take it. Hey, I don't care. Take that L. And when you said Sean Combs, I was like almost gonna say yes because Sean Carter and Sean Combs are right. so close. Yes, I, I saw you hesitate for a second I was like, there. I was like, Ooh. Okay, so Jay Z's currently in the news because he has been named the chief brand strategist of a cannabis company called Caliva that's based mm. out of California. I did see a, um, I didn't read the article, but I saw that he did, uh, not partner, but yeah, started it, right? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he's working with them. Uh, and he wants to specifically focus on people who have been impacted on the war on drugs and like getting them jobs and mm. getting them, you know, doing something legal, what they were doing before pretty much. <laughs> but it seems like um, there are a lot of celebrities recently trying to help the people who have been, you know, who have been affected seriously by the war on drugs. Well, to me, it's just absurd that you could like literally murder a person and get less time than you know having a large quantity of like weed on you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's yeah. but if there's one that's definitely hurting way, hurting people way more than the other. So it is a little absurd. So a lot of celebrities who have power and realize that they do have power are trying to use it for the greater good, which I appreciate. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get into I'm our. I'm surprised you didn't you didn't mention even thing about Beyonce. Not even one word about Beyonce. Okay, because I'm she's surprised. the obvious. The minute yeah. I say Beyonce, mm-hmm. everybody's gonna know it's Jay Z. Like, right. like you didn't even. I wasn't gonna Beyonce say his reference color was blue. Or nothing. You got oh, a good wow. guess. You that got a good guess. One. Enjoy your win. He won. Yeah, I have five <laughs> wins. Right now. I have five wins. I'm so glad for you. All right, what's the listener shout out, Jay? So the listener shout out this week goes to Loretta Scott of Tampa, Florida. Hey, Loretta. Loretta is just a good old like southern ass name. Like she makes some good cornbread. Yep. Loretta, I bet you Loretta <laughs> makes some good cornbread. I don't know where Loretta is from that originally. Is so I know Loretta, I know you make some good cornbread. She's a transplant from um, somewhere else. I know that for a fact because she's um, interacting with us in our all Tino Shade Facebook all T No Shade Podcast and Friends yeah, Facebook, Facebook group. group. And so in reference to last week's episode of cheating, um, I posted a question in the group asking if cheating is a forgivable offense. And she said, um, I've tried. It doesn't work for me. In the in the long run, I still hold tightly to the resentment. And then I get a wandering eye too because the trust is, is diminished. I've learned to just leave. So I think there was a lot of people who have echoed her um, her sentiment. Thought, her sentiment as well. And yeah. he picked that one because that what he stated also, that it's not easy to sit here and forgive. But it, it's not easy to forgive, but it's, it is forgivable. I think I said that for me personally, mm-hmm. I do you not said think you first it's forgivable. You don't agree with it. But I also agree with a lot of stuff you said mm-hmm. as well. I would just say that most people may say that they it's forgivable, but most people don't let go, right? They just hold on to that resentment over time. And they say they've forgiven you, but they still are angry or still mm-hmm. bothered. And it comes up so quickly. And I think that's the part of the hardest part is like, the actual forgiving. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, to me, it's like two parts, right? The first part is actually letting it go. Like if you are in a relationship with someone, it actually requires a lot of trust. You can't be with that person 24-7, you know? Mm-hmm. So you require to trust them. So that's going to be really difficult when you they've proven they can't trust you. But the second part is the cheater. 
has to realize that the relationship does not automatically go back to where it was. It wasn't like, oh, I cheated and I forgive you and now it's be- now it's better. Now the cheater has required to have a a higher sense of checking in. Yeah. Like their 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 visibility in all things has to be really, really transparent. Absolutely. And I think a lot of the cheaters resent that as well, right? So they're like, I made this mistake, you're over it. I'm not gonna have you going through all my mm-hmm. ish all the time. But actually you've opened that door for that. So yeah. I think it's a two part issue, but it is hard. It was a good episode. We had a great episode last week. We we talked about it, me, TJ and Niage. Um so that episode that came out last week. So definitely dope. But Loretta, thank you for interacting with us on our Facebook page. Uh, what about socials other people can make the listener shout out? You can find us on Instagram at All Tino Shade Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. We have a page called All Tino Shade Podcast. And we also have a group called All Tino Shade Podcast and Friends. And Loretta, if you got a good cornbread recipe, <laughs> you got a good stuffing recipe. I know you make some bomb spicy turkey wings. She, Go she, ahead and throw them over here. She's going she's gonna to be laughing when she hear her name because I know for a fact she's actually a, a listener of the show, not just someone who's in the group. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I made listener show. I know she could cook. That's all I'm saying. I just know. Everybody named Loretta could cook. Everybody named Loretta is guaranteed that they can cook. All right, let's go ahead and move. (laughs) They can what? They They can can cook. They can cook. cook. (laughs) Not cook. Cook. You got to say it in the back of your throat. I'm going to be real upset if Loretta responds that she can't cook, though. I have faith. I have all the faith in the world. Loretta could Mm. cook. Don't that make you always think of Loretta Divine, too? Mm -hmm. No. She's my favorite actress. Who's She's Loretta so Divine? sweet. You don't know Loretta Devine. What is wrong with you? You know her. She the black mama, and she always got short hair, and she was... The Help? I didn't see The Help. No, let me oh, find it. You didn't see The Help? Mm-mm. She I was in... Um, hold up, hold up, hold up. You you a brother? Trying to my black girl. That's all right. You know what? I'm going to make sure I make some pie for you. Some pie? Oh, you get that? She's on Wayne's exhale. Man, she is totally. Just show me a picture. Show me a picture. Ignore me on L. I'm sorry. Did you see the help? I did. I'm going to make him some pie. That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. My fault. Yeah, she wasn't in the help. I'm the other one who's in the help. But yeah, she Yeah, that's right. She was in Wayne's exhale. Yeah, Wayne's exhale. She was in another one. She was in a lot of movies. She got that voice. She got that voice. She's a queen. And we don't give her her roses enough. She's life. All right, let's go ahead and get into our sip of the day. Our sip of the day. Hold on. Maybe you just gotta get get an intro. Hey TJ. Hey. You know what time it is. Hey L. Do you know what time it is? What it do? Hey sippers. Do you know what time it is? Time for the main sip. The main sip. Hey, it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Tea ready. Drink ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Tea ready. Drink ready. Time for the main sip, the main sip. Said it's time for the main sip, the main sip. Get your cup, get your, get your, get your, get your, get your, get your. Yes, 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 y'all. I don't know why you hate it so much. Every guest that has come on the show and heard the main sip loves it. I kind of feel like it's like Baby Boy. Like it's so bad, it's good. You know, like I love Baby Boy so much, but I know for a fact it's a crap movie. But it's so bad, it's good. That's what I feel like our main. Well, you know, jingles aren't supposed to be like hits. It's supposed to be funny and kind of catchy. Tell me, it's not catchy. It's catchy. Exactly. It's catchy. It's terrible, but it's catchy. Terrible. (laughs) Terrible. Good. But terribly good. All right, our main sip is getting to know ya. 
We got some questions. We got 36 questions that yeah. this this these questions were developed by a psychologist who says these 36 questions are the way to get to know anyone, friends, someone you're dating. So sippers, as you hear these questions, I want you to ask these answer these questions as well. And then maybe take some of these questions and ask anyone in your life who you're trying to get to know better. We're going to op- answer these things openly and honestly how the table feels about them. Oh, so it should be very interesting. Like okay, so let me preface this. TJ okay. and I do not have not seen these questions. Only Jay. Yes. Actually, I've only seen a couple of these questions. I have not seen all 36. Do not know if we're going to get to all 36. I'm nervous. Okay. So wow, That's a good thing. Um, <laughs> that's a good thing? I'm just talking about that we don't know the question, so yeah. bring it on. <clears throat> All right, so question number one. Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? President Obama. I'm still calling him President Obama. He still is he the still president. president. Yeah. He's still my president. Yeah, he, he, he the last president we recognize. I, I would love just to sit down and talk with him and just hear a lot about what really really went on behind the scenes that the public don't know about a lot yeah. of the backstabbing a lot of the people who were you know you see that you think you can trust that you yeah. see on, on tv and so forth but yeah. you really can't trust I, you know? I don't even know if he if he would be, even be able to even still say it behind the scenes but that would be great oh yeah I'm sure it's all me and my boy gonna, me and my boy gonna talk man. we're gonna have a couple, couple drinks back couple there, four, there not the 40s. Chilling. <laughs> we're gonna go to the south side we're gonna have a brown bag what was, that? What, was the, what was the 40 back popular back in the 90s that everyone had what Colt 45 Colt 45 <laughs> Colt 45 Trash. they even Trash. make Colt 45 they Trash. do we used to play some ball get a couple of them 40s right there yes. set up there and just chill you know what's so man. funny about President Obama like I have no doubt that he would totally do that absolutely absolutely you know, there's like um, black people who assimilate so much that they don't even they don't feel black anymore. Yeah. If you get what I'm saying, I'm not saying that they're not black. Everybody's black, and you know, black has a bunch of different behaviors. But like, he still feels really plugged into the culture. Yeah, he definitely. I think he was a huge smoker of the cannabis. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so I'd imagine that he would definitely be like, give me that 40, bro. Let's just sit here and chill. Let's okay, well, I'll do the 40s. You know, I don't smoke no weed. Yeah, but who, go ahead. Who would you, you get? Who you pick out? I think I would have to pick Oprah. Oprah. I think she's just, first of all, I just think she's funny and interesting. Um, she's interviewed so many people and she has so much life experience and business experience. Like I would just love to pick her mind about mm-hmm. yeah. like seeing your, your goals come to fruition and, and, just how she makes that happen, makes it work. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, she she has an amazing story. Network. Has she actually told her story? I don't think she's told her story. We've heard parts of it, but like, you know, Oprah, when she was in her early, like late 20s, she was failing at life. They should, like, I mean, they should do a documentary, like, right now on Oprah while she alive. Like, she should give them the details of her life growing up, her struggles yeah. and everything. Cause I know I don't know it. She had a lot when she was in Baltimore during the news day, she had a lot of struggles there in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. She was, I think she was seeing um one of the radio DJs name uh, Tim Watts from Korea. I think it was Tim Watts she was seeing. And mm. it was a big thing about what was happened. She's from Baltimore? No, she, no, she was from Baltimore, from Baltimore oh, okay. but she did news she there for quite some oh, okay. time. Yeah, she was there for a while for new before she really became Oprah. Yeah. You know, that opened doors for her right there, being up in Baltimore. But uh there was some some, you know, talk around town about Oprah and different things about her, you know, so yeah, I would like to sit down and talk with Oprah too because where she is now, like right. on, the, on the spiritual realm of spirituality, yeah, like I feel like I'm I'm right there on that on that awareness of what exactly universe is and God. Plus, I feel is like Oprah still snatch wigs. 
probably still. I does. feel like uh, it's like she's like Barack. She's still plugged into the culture. Like yeah. I can see Oprah being your like your your auntie and snatching you mm-hmm. right on up if you're mm-hmm. doing something wrong. So I was gonna say, I mean, this person is no longer alive, but for me, when I saw the question, I thought about Buddha, and I would just like to sit down and talk to Buddha. Well, I didn't know we could pick someone who was just want to rub his belly. Right. Okay, so no, I just want to understand. Rub his head. Is he man, that that wisdom you would get from wisdom, him, man. The spiritualness the spiritual, from him. I know, man. It will blow my mind. So. Oh man, I mean, I would know that also. I'm gonna say with you guys, man. We're going, we're going. Let's call him. Let's, let's go call into a little bit of a Zen stuff. Get to our little plane. What they call it a seance? Visit home, they call it a seance. Y'all by yourself. No, 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 not seance. No, 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 you already got a ghost in here anyway. These dang spirits, I ain't messing with them. I believe in them, so I leave them alone. So, TJ, so it's a ghost in here. TJ TV came on with me uh, a few weeks TJ ago. TJ has a ghost in his house. We've already what we call established this. What we call that ghost? We call it. You uh, called it something. We call it something. It was. Uh, I forgot what you called. The woman's name, though. I don't even remember. We're going to move Mandy. on. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Would you like to be famous in what way? Would you like to be famous? And if so, in what way? I would like to be rich. I don't know necessarily I want to be famous. Okay. Can you be famous? I guess you can be famous and not rich, though. Yeah. There's, I mean, pretty much half <laughs> yeah. of the celebrities are famous yeah. and not rich. Uh, oh. Fantasia actually came out and was talking about that. She was like, she doesn't have a celebrity chef. She doesn't have any, uh, you know, personal trainer. Like, she lost all this weight. She looks really great. And they were like, well, it's so much easier for you as a celebrity. And she was like, listen, a lot of these celebrities out here are faking the front. Mm-hmm. Their life is on credit. It's not yeah. on cash. And they have to keep up with the times. It's not real. Yeah, I think for me, I would like to be famous. And in which way, I would like to be like Bill Gates famous. Meaning... Bill Gates could probably walk, come down to St. Pete tomorrow, and not many people are going to recognize him, right? But no, everybody really recognizes but, Bill but Gates. But not, it's not going to be um, TMZ. It's not mm-hmm. going to be all yeah. these people following him, like someone with, like Kanye West. You yes. know what I mean? So I want, I would like to be famous so I can help a lot of people, mm-hmm. but I want to also be able to eat a bur- burger in public mm-hmm. without someone, hey, can I get your autograph? Hey, can I get a picture? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be that famous. Yeah. I want to be Keanu Reeves famous. Everybody <laughs> loves Keanu. I can't say that I want to be famous. Yeah. I want to just uh, do what I feel is my duty now to continue helping people. And I really don't want to be on that, like on that podium right there because yeah. it comes, a lot of problems come with that right there. I don't want all the problems. Yeah. I just want to be behind the scenes, assisting and helping out people and be known behind the scenes famous, if anything. Yeah. Not really publicly famous. Yeah. You know, so. All right. I want to be current day baby face famous. Current day baby face. Baby face was the man back in the day, but he can walk does. all the way around. No, nobody know him. <laughs> you know, true. like my nephew That's does true. not know who baby face is. Mm. I mean, I was, most people they're under twenty four. I would imagine do not know. Who I was like, what do you mean is? you do not know who baby face is? He's the man. <laughs> yeah. No clue. All right, all right, next one. Before making a phone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say, and why? Yes. I'm gonna go off on someone and I'm trying to like keep it somewhat because my mouth can just go. Yeah. So if I know I'm mad and I'm about to call somebody, I'd be trying to talk myself into like the polite way to say things that I'm trying mm. to get through. Like, don't just call her a bitch. Be like, look, you're yeah. acting like one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you right know, words. like finding the right ways to get your point across. Right. Um, because if you come up too offensively, they don't even hear what you're saying. Yeah, correct. 
I used to, but not no more. You just say it. I'm just ready to, um, I just, I've learned how to just kind of like say things the way it needs to be said and in a way for, the, for me to get my message across to them. Yeah. So I used to do the same thing like she did. I'd be like, you know, he said, what? Yo, let me call this dude, this dude right, right now. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm gonna say, what am I gonna say to him? I'm gonna say, look, mother. Then uh, I'm like, no, I wanna yeah. go, no Samuel Jackson. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but no, I just go ahead and just make my phone call. I'm like, hey, look, let's talk for a second. Yeah. You know? I, um, I don't rehearse what I'm going to say if I'm just trying to talk to somebody. I think you would only rehearse it if it's an issue, right? Right. Yeah. And yeah. so I know in the past I would have actually written down stuff that I want to say mm-hmm. because I'm one of those people, obviously I'm a better, I've gotten better, but typically I used to be a better writer yeah. than I was speaking uh, in general. I will forget what I wanted to say. Oof, that's so, the worst. Yeah. So then I will write down what I wanted to say. And then when I'm having a conversation, I will write, I will bring this topic up because I didn't forget it. Right. And I would do the same thing if we having a, let's say I'm having a heated discussion. We, say we got an argument. Yeah. And you said some stuff and, and it's stuck in my head. Like I will go home and I will write down what you said because it obviously it triggered me to a point. Yeah. And I will figure out why it triggered me. The next time we talk, hey, can we talk about something? Some, some of these things you said. Yeah. So I definitely rehearsed to a certain point. Um, but it depends on what it is. You know what's the worst feeling? When you like have an argument with someone and they say something and then you think of the perfect comeback, but later, like you in your house, like, I can't believe they said that. And then you're like, I should have told them. And then you mm. think of the perfect comeback, but yeah. it's too late. Too late. I can't bring that shit up now. Damn, that's the worst. You be trying yeah. to figure out how to slide that slide thing up in, in there. there. No. I think that's what women go. be doing. That's why they be holding on to that stuff. Like eight, six months later. Mm-hmm. Well, you remember the last time? Your ass said you did this, and I ain't. You know what? <laughs> that was six months ago. Like, why are you bringing it up now? Yeah, cause they still got it. They've been holding it in. They holding uh, it in. Don't say this is a woman thing. Nah, this is men do all, it too. This is an all it. gender thing. All right, it's so the woman thing. <laughs> what? What would you constitute as a perfect day for you? What would you constitute as a perfect day for you? I'm gonna start this one off with that. Yeah. Honestly, just having peace within. Uh, just, no, 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 I'm on detail. So you no, wake I'm, up. I'm about to, you I'm about to, wake up. Well, when I wake up, my little, real quick, real quick, my regimen. I wake up every day. I give thanks to three things: thanks for someone in my life or who were in my life. I give thanks for something about me in life and something mm-hmm. that I have in life. And I sit back for a little bit, for a little bit of coffee in the morning, just chill for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then I get up. I'll get into my emails with my clients and start my little bit of um work I want to see and do some more study and stuff. And for me, just being able to get out and have good conversation with people. I, I love talking. About, I love conversing with people, especially older people and just listening. Man, I, I'm serious. I learn a lot by just listening, even with the younger people, just yeah. listening to their stories and stuff right there. And we all, also, got, we all got a story. Sometimes just leading, being able, being, 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 able to, being able to be helpful to someone. That's yeah. just me, man. And it's like when I do that, even when someone is helpful to me, I've learned how to accept also was given to me as well, man. I had a good day. So my perfect, my perfect day, waking up around 6 a.m., that's your perfect day. Get the sunrise. <laughs> yep. Negro. As, as I'm overlooking the beach in Costa Rica. Okay. Okay, I like it. But the door knocks at 7 a.m. Is it made? It's a maid. Mm-hmm. She has breakfast. Uh-huh. With some mimosas. Okay. Have, and what else? She's butt naked. Of course she is. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for her. That's, I was waiting. Uh, that's not a maid, okay? That's not a, that's that's a, a prostitute. That's a prostitute. No, but uh, just, I, 
just relaxing, man. Just relaxing. I was just like, I love, I was talking about this the other day, man. I saw an article about Ecuador and this family that moved to Ecuador. How much they just love being there. And for the last 15 years, I have wanted to be in Ecuador. And so I would literally, if I if I could do it, I would move there and just remotely work and be in that rainforest in that area. And that's you might all hate me. it because rainforests are not fun. Well, it's more than they just a rainforest. Are there. Big yeah. As fudge. I could do that. What's your perfect day? My perfect day is waking up at six. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> what a slong in, uh, at the door. <laughs> I would say waking up when I wanted to, not when I had to. Yeah. I would say waking up to some loving is always a yes. good way to start the day. Yes. With some really delicious coffee and breakfast with friends. Yeah. Some place foreign, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the day we just go and explore. And explore sounds good. All right, question number five: When did you when did you last sing to yourself? And have you? And when's the last time you sung sung to someone else? When's the last? When did you last sing to yourself uh-huh. and to someone else? I can answer this. All right. Last time I sung to myself was like an hour ago yeah. in my car. Yeah. And last time I sung to everybody else was like. 15 minutes ago. Really? <laughs> I was singing on here. Oh, I guess that's true. What were you singing? I can't remember. Something like Tastes Like Candy. Tastes Like Candy. Oh, it's not okay. that. It was something else, but I did. Y'all know. I don't know. Man, I honestly, I probably, if you want to count singing in the car, I sing right. in the car all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I see, I, I hear you humming yeah. and doing stuff all the yeah, time. I sing, yeah, that, but yeah. TJ constantly has music on. God, He's a music head for sure. But I don't know when I saw All I hear you sometimes is. Yeah. Hey, he getting I've Honestly, I've never, I can't even remember the last time I've sung to someone else, though. Yeah. Maybe jokingly, when I was dating someone, <gasps> yeah. I was singing. Last time I intentionally sang to someone, like not just like randomly singing, was. The weekend that just passed, mm. I was playing Power Hour Tower. Power Hour Tower? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it is a drinking game. Ah, okay, okay. It is Jenga, but the Jenga pieces have things written on it. Mm-hmm. And for each thing, like when you pull it, you have to read what it says. So, and you got to do it. And you have to do it. Okay. So one of them was karaoke. Okay. And so I had to do a karaoke for everyone. You know what's really fun? Like I hate, like, I hate karaoke at the bar mm-hmm. like I would never do it you never never find me doing it but I went to New York last year whenever I went they have in Koreatown or Chinatown mm-hmm. they have the karaoke spots where they have the own room to yourself yeah. and it's just you and your friends do they have it here? I've oh, yeah. it here yeah that was fun it was just me and four of my friends in a karaoke room and, yep. and we were just singing it was a good <laughs> it was a good time so I would, I would do that but not the, not the bar alright let's move on to the next question what's the next one next one if you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30 year old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you choose? So if you were able to live to the age of 90 and either retain the mind or the body of a 30 year old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you choose? That's really difficult because if you, if you retain the body, then you're 90 with like a 90 year old mind. So you still might be decrepit. But mm-hmm. 
uh, if you retain the mind and leave the body, you could be 90 in a wheelchair. I think I'm going to keep the body because the people in my family, the 90-year-old be sharp. My I, grandmama, she was 97, and she could tell you all yeah. things. So, a, a lot of people who are older, 90 years old, they still have a good mind frame. Yeah. And just the body that breaks, like you said, the body breaks down on us. And I would also want to keep the body. I might have an older mind, but being able to know that I'm 90 years old and still playing football, kicking with young boys' asses yeah, out there, yeah. they be like, "You how old are you? I'm 90 years old, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you a whippersnapper? Or, you know, <laughs> you're a little whippersnapper. <laughs> we were just talking about, like, um, other day, uh, how they are trying to get you to believe that you can download your consciousness yeah. and put it in other stuff. Yeah. So maybe in 50 years or 60 years, we can be... 90-year-old consciousness, but in a 30-year-old body. I better be sooner than that. It might be, man. The way technology is going, man. I it's mean, so weird because I don't going. know if I would want that. I think so much of life is experiencing it and learning from the things that, you, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it'd be weird to but you're be... Still, you would still be learning. A, a, a lot of times, what it is that when you stuff, when your body starts breaking down on you, mm-hmm. and it's, it's very painful to a lot of people, yeah. you're going to wish you had a different body. Yeah. My mother, she had, when, before, before she passed, she had cancer three times, and they kept cutting her, man. I kept cutting body parts off. Mm. And I felt so bad for my mother, you yeah. know. And if I could have done it, I ain't going to lie, I would have considered it. It may yeah. be unethical to some people and everything, but you want your you want your loved ones to be in, in, in less pain as they could be. Yeah. yeah. Comfortable. Yes. Personally, I would I would choose the body of a 30-year-old. Okay, right? this little 30-year-old body I got right now be killing me, so. I, <laughs> <laughs> I got no when I'm 50. Let me just say, my shoulder hurt, my right hip hurt. Oh, this is a pretty deep question right here. Bring wow. the question on. Seven. It's about to go down. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Do you have a secret hunch of how you will die? I gotta say, yeah. How? What do you think? And I hope not, but uh, I hate to say this, but I talked to you about it before also. I was in New York for 9-11, and a lot of the member people who was up there doing the rescues and stuff, being a part of that, they dying, they've died, or a lot of them have died, and a lot of them are dying from cancer. Mm. And knock on wood, thank God so far, I'm okay. But mm. due to my time in the fire department, I did breathe in a lot of smoke. When we were... It was a different generation then, and them guys told you was considered as being a smoke breathers, you know, or dragon breathers, if you want to call it, because a lot of people would take our mask off and still breathe in all that smoke, which had so much, mm-hmm. so much stuff in it, yes. And nowadays, of course, for safety reasons and everything, they don't do that. Yeah. But I was told by the old school members, that's how you do it, boy. So I did it, but then I stopped doing it. But still, I know that I have, thank God so far, I'm in good health, and a lot of, there's a lot of things I have taken inside me, everything, it hasn't really revealed itself yet. So hopefully it won't, but hopefully that's what I think it might be. It might be cancer for me, but hopefully it won't be. I think that I'm going to die in my bed surrounded by loved ones. Oh. All right, age. go ahead and put that in there. Go ahead and put that out in the yeah, air. I like I, it. I think so, because I don't, I don't, barring health, right? Mm-hmm. Like my body doesn't break down. I'm not a huge risk taker. Like I'm not one of those people who, go and skydive and mm-hmm. base jump and I'm like I'm, that's not me adventurous style so I don't foresee myself dying doing something crazy mm-hmm. right yeah. but I am a homebody I do love people I love my close friends and my family and I <laughs> and I envision that I will be I'm gonna pass away in my bed probably okay. in my sleep I hope, that's I have no I hope so no clue that's alright man what do you think? How do you think you're gonna pass away? Pass away. 
All right. Name three things you and your. Who skipped that one? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Was uh, it a good one? I want to know what it is. No, says. it just said name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. I don't. I'm single, so okay, I can't yeah, answer. Yeah. yeah. Um. So if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? Hmm. You can change anything about how the way you were raised. What would it be? Mm, I'll start this one off. Um, These some deep questions. Man. Nah, I'm gonna go with this one, man. Uh, history. A lot of the history we were mm. taught in school, also in our home, the religion, history, mm. history of uh, United States of America, all that, mm. man. I would mm. change all that to the truth. Yeah, man. I, I hate to use this word, but man, we, they have lied to us so damn. How do you think much. that would have changed your perspective of who you are now, though? If you had, to, if you had the truth, okay. You and I talk often, yeah. And I see see me changing a lot of things about myself due to me now mm-hmm. realizing a lot of things, yeah. And a lot of things being revealed to me just different from what I was taught, yeah. And it's uh, there's a little bit of bitterness, bitterness there, and it's not really catered towards anyone in particular, yeah. Because you really can't say. I mean, I'm obviously the system that taught me a lot of the stuff, you yeah. Know? But um, it's just now having a different kind of a. Perspective, outlook, uh, respect, also yeah. for um, for for people and in, in, in as a whole. That's strong. I also say the understanding too. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I had this little nugget dropped on me. So I was in obviously in Orlando, and this guy he put his kid into swimming class, and he's black, and he was like, "Well, you know, it's really important for black people to learn how to swim." And you know, you always hear that joke: black people don't know how to swim. Mm-hmm. And he's like, especially in Orlando, there's like, you know, it's ridiculous, like percentage of you know African Americans who don't know how to swim. And he's like, there's a reason for it, and a lot mm-hmm. of people don't understand. But back in the day, they used to take your the children, and they would throw them the Suwannee River to the alligators. Yep. Mm. And so for black people, you know, grandmamas and all that kind of stuff, they look like the river, the water was a dangerous. And it wasn't because of the water. It was because what was in it and why the purpose of, you know, why they were encountering Mm -hmm. it. So a lot of black people didn't know how to swim. And I think it's really powerful that he learned that and immediately put his children into swimming. Break that cycle. Yeah, break Break that that generational cycle. What would you change? Double standards. I would definitely say as a female, um, there are a lot of double standards that play into how you're raised and they go a lot into your confidence. There's so many times where I should have spoken up and didn't because I didn't feel like I, it was proper or okay as a, a, as a girl to do mm. so. And I don't think my brothers had that same limitation. And yeah. something that you learn as you get older to break out of and break through, but if I didn't have to break out of breakthrough, I could have probably been breaking through something else. You know what I mean? Like there was so much time spent on healing and learning a, to go past that and through that mm-hmm. that I wish I'd never had to deal with. That's a good one. I think for me, I would probably change growing up poor, the poverty. I think I would change because, man, we struggled. Like, yeah. we struggled hard, bro. Like, and I I would never want, obviously, a lot of people struggle, right? A lot of black people, Hispanic people, white and white people grew up in, in poverty. There were so many things that, as a child, you, you wanted and you wanted to get, mm-hmm. but you couldn't get it, but all your friends were getting it, but mm-hmm. you didn't understand why you couldn't get it. Yeah. You know, and I didn't understand until I was later, you know, 15, 16, so I'd understand the value of money. I realized I was actually poor, you know, right. and that plays a lot on your psyche as, as you're trying to figure out your spot in life. It's like, am I, what's my value? You yeah. know? So I, that's what I would change. All right. Let's keep it going. Oh, go ahead. I want to 
you know, actually, you said basically, you know, poverty, basically, right? Yeah. I, um, growing up in Baltimore, and we lived on the blo- live in blocks, and majority of the people in our block were poor. You know, yeah. I, I wore my brother hand me downs uh, from my oldest brother to my other brother, who's above me and everything. I was the youngest one, and but at the same time, I had this for me. I can't say I would change that because. Yeah. Being poor, it was a strong connection for us and my family, mm-hmm. but also everybody on my block. We all were like family around me. Yeah. You would go to the next door and borrow a cup of sugar or a stick of butter, you yeah. know, because you was poor. But even though it sounds sad, everything, you know, but tight community. It, it, it was, yeah, you know, and, 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 and I know my mother, my parents probably didn't like that. But me as a kid, knowing that I loved it because we was always close to each other. When somebody else went to something, they would borrow from us also as well. Yeah. They would have rent parties. You know, and stuff yeah, like that. Oh, you know? yeah, I've heard about and, that, yeah. And all that was still, it, it brought us all close because everybody looked look out for one another. Everybody showed they cared for one another. Yeah, the you know, one so. thing I love about being, like, well, not loved about being poor, but, like, appreciate that part of my history is that you realize that happiness isn't really tied into money. Absolutely. You can be happy yes. as hell, poor as hell. Yeah, we were, I think we were all happy Yes, and like, especially. It, like, happiness really does not tie into money. There are so many things that can make you happy and fulfilled in mm-hmm. life. All right. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? For what in your life do you feel most grateful? My parents. Definitely. I've been blessed. I think, like, you know, everybody starts at different starting points. Like, you know, we're all running the same race, but everybody, not everybody starts in the same starting line. Yeah. And I think my parents, having the two of them, I, I got to start a little above the rest. They're just awesome. Mm. Okay. Where are you thinking? Me getting back up. And I went through a hard, dark time at one time in my life. And uh, getting back up, I'm really grateful that uh, for those people who was there with me, who uh, supported me, you know, and, and, and helped me out through those hard times, you know. And it wasn't nothing they really gave to me except love. Yeah. You know, love and, 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 and the will for me to get back up because it was hard. It was, it was hard and it was dark. Dark. I mean that. But uh, I'm very grateful for that because I learned how to live life again differently actually better this time with less yeah. you know because yeah. all that i had back then all the things the yes all the things yes all the things that i had i have less of those things now but i have so much more in a different kind of manner yeah you know so i'm very uh glad for that right there i think the thing that i'm most grateful of your game I love my game. <laughs> I love, man, let me, let, me, let me tell y'all something, man. For for someone who internalizes a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. other people's energies, my own energy, life, I need something that takes my mind mm-hmm. off of that. Mm-hmm. It can't just be me writing all my thoughts down on my blog and stuff like that. It's a good expression of myself, but I also need to be able to turn that part of me off. And mm-hmm. so that's why... A lot of times I game as much as I do because I need to get I need to disconnect from an outlet an outlet. Um, but I would say I'm most grateful for the people in my life that look up to me mm-hmm. or believe believe in me. And it's not just, you know, my nephew. I'm talking like it could be my peers that I don't even realize I didn't even realize realize this until a few weeks ago mm-hmm. of that event. And so many people think very highly of me. Yeah. And 
I'm just like, I don't know you ain't shit. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm a good ass dude. I'm just joking. He's awesome. And so, but it, but it's it's good. It's good to know that people see your light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good mm-hmm. to know people can see the mm-hmm. good in you, and they appreciate that. And they say, "Look, you a good ass dude. I got your back, no matter what." Yeah. And I appreciate that because there's so many people in the world who don't have your back, or so many people who want to pull you down to their level. So I'm grateful for the people that are trying to keep me floated up. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So, I like it. All right. Uh, next question. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? I'd want to know my future. What about the future, though? Everything. Not, nothing in particular? That's like nothing that you are I in mean, particular. I don't want to be so detailed. I want all the info. Like, this is what they tell you. Don't be so specific. Like, be open. I want to know about my future. I want to know about the big things. Work, love, family, like that. Question for you. If you knew about your futures, even the negative, something bad, right? Yeah. Would you try to change it? I think if you knew that something bad was going to happen, mm-hmm. I think it's impossible for you to not try to change that. Mm-hmm. I just think, I mean, there's just no way. If you knew that you were going to walk outside right now and get hit by a car, your, your butt not going outside. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm, just... I'm putting your ass out there. I'm like, get out there. Nope. Go to your future. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your future. Uh-uh. Denied. But, um, but uh, yeah, but sometimes things are, happen that you can't. Mm-hmm. They're inevitable. They're inevitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the, if I, what I would want to know is, do I find my life partner? Because yeah. other stuff I could, like, I think we all are placed on earth mm-hmm. to experience different things, different trials and tribulations for you to learn a lesson. Yeah. And I, honestly, part of me really feels like my spiritual experience or journey is one mm-hmm. of them is trying to understand love yeah. and finding love. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you can get money, you can get jobs. Yeah. Like, that stuff comes and goes. But for me, one of the struggles I've had, this has been since I was 21, is finding love. Yeah, the one. Find the one. That's probably a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so I would like to know, do I find that part of me mm-hmm. that I've been searching for? Yeah. And so I wouldn't want to know about my death. I wouldn't want to know about my job. I wouldn't want to know. Like I, I want to know, do I get to spend my life with someone that we can laugh mm-hmm. and create memories and experiences with? And you can and you will. Absolutely. You can and you will. Yeah. Um, me, I want to know about myself and I really want to know the negative about me because those are things I can make changes with. Yeah. I want to know how can I improve myself? True. You know, how can I better myself? So I want to know about myself. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life so far? What is the greatest accomplishment of your life so far? Well, I already know what he's going to say. I think I know anyway. What, the fighting part? Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm in, like, a negative space, so I don't really feel like I've accomplished anything. Oh, you have. I haven't, but go ahead, TJ. (laughs) Um, I I hate TJ right now. (laughs) (laughs) We right know. My my childhood dream was to become a firefighter, man. That that is, even though I'm not in it today, I still have a love, a deep love for it, man. That was my passion. Every day, man, it was just great. Even with the things I've seen, the things that happened, almost dying. I, I know y'all, my you know listeners, y'all hear me say this all the time, but it's not a bragging thing. It's just a love, man. It's like I lost my love when I retired from it. Yeah. And I'm still in love with her. 
You know, and that's all it is, and I mean that. She don't love you, Negro. I'm playing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me that. (laughs) She cheating on you with another man. So wrong. No, that's what's up. I, for me, my greatest accomplishment as of this moment, I would say my ability to have changed into the man I am. Mm -hmm. Because that took a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It took a lot of work to break. From that fuckboy status? (laughs) Fuckboy status, from broken status, from... Killing generational curses. Man, it was it was a tough road, and I'm excited mm-hmm. about the man I am, and I'm excited about the man I'm still going to become. Right? Hey. right? Cause I'm not yes. I'm not there yet, yeah. but man, where I came from, mm-hmm. whoo, that's an accomplishment that I am definitely proud of. You know, L, I think that I, I would like for us to do this right here in about um three to four months. Let's ask L that question again. Yeah, because oh, you know, lately we know that you've been you've you've had you know you've been living life a certain kind of way. Life has been, yeah. you know, teaching you a lot, right? Let's put it like that. You humble as fudge right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but once you get through this, right? You go because you, I see a lot of strength in you. I see a lot of what you're going uh-huh. through, and I understand all that, name, right? I want to ask you that question a couple months from now, right. and I want to see what your answer is going to be. Probably gonna be the same. No, well, mm-hmm. what's next? Mm-hmm. What does friendship mean to you? Family. (laughs) Family? It's family. So family can be, friends can be family. Yeah. Absolutely. Right, like real friendships, they're family. Yeah. Which just means like, there's nothing you can do. Like, my brother could be a mass murderer. He could be a serial killer. He could be a cannibal. I don't care. Like, I'm, I might turn him in, right? But I'm still showing up at his, I'm still showing up, you know, every week Hello, to go Clarice. and see him. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> like, the, the love never changes. You know what I yeah. mean? And so family to me is unconditional love. And so friends, like real friends, there's unconditional love. Mm, man, you, you know me in friendship. Oh, yeah, well, I know. <laughs> he know me in friendship, and I tell anybody, friendship means everything to me. True friends, and uh, it's important to establish that kind of relationship with not a lot of people because they're not really friends. But yeah. but those people are really, really true and understand really the friendship that you bring and the friendship they bring to it to make it even better. And like El said, family because that friendship is turning into family. Yeah, it is. I'm turning to that, you know, but. Um, and I got to keep it real on this. You know, there's no fucking over one another. No getting, trying to get back at one another. Friendship, friendship, know that things happen. Yeah. And we're going to get past this yeah, together. Absolutely. Together. Yeah. I, I don't think I can say it any better than what both of you have already said. I mean, family, friendship to me is important. And when I don't see my friends, I feel a little, a little sad sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like I need my, my friends in my circle. They'll tell you, especially, if, you know, if I get in a relationship and I don't see them for a while, I'm like, hey, hey, guys, like, can we get together? Are you mm-hmm. crackhead? Like, can we do something? They're like, Jay, you just saw us a month ago. I'm like, I need you to see you. I need your energy. <laughs> but then I want you to go. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find some good ones in here. We're not going to get to all of them. Um, how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? So, TJ, you still can answer her as in when she mm-hmm. was alive. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about your relationship with your mother? Loved my mother. Did anything that I could for her to bring her joy and happiness, knowing a lot about her past. And that's why as her baby boy, um, there was not almost anything that she couldn't get from me. And I did all that I could. Love my mother even to this, to this day. I still feel a mother in me because she planted her seeds of love and wisdom inside of me. 
and it still grows, man. So a lot of things that I, I take out and teach other people with my clients and so forth, that's really my mother in me, you know? So she will always, always live in me, man. Uh, my mom's like my road dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy, especially as a woman. Like I catch myself as my mother so much. It's so annoying. Yeah. Cause there's so many, even like just the way, like I, like, I, I am literally my mother. It's ridiculous. Like sometimes I sit back and I'm like, whoa. But it's it's good because I can kind of see the error of, of her ways and correct yeah. it in my own. And she yeah. she'll stop me and be like, you know, just because mama do it don't mean you should. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, yeah. she like, I'm old, so I, it's hard for me to change my ways. But you still got time, right? Yeah. And so uh, she's definitely the example that I want to live by. My relationship with my mother was not always the greatest. Mm-hmm. And then not because of anything she did. Right. It was more of me trying to become a man. And so when I was a teenager, I was 21, 22, we bumped heads all the time. And, but now, man, like, I, I can't even, it's hard to even explain. Imagine. Yeah, like, I am, I see so much of me from, I see so so much of my mom in me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just from my my philosophy, from me like liking books, me how I treat people. Mm-hmm. And so now my mom and I, we can have a conversation and uh laugh about everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And when all or if my mom's feeling sad, I can always tell like when she when she's down. When she's down. Mm-hmm. And so when I when I call and talk to her and she's just like you always know how to make oh, me feel better. You know what I mean? And, and all so I did, cute. all I did was call and talk to her. So mm-hmm. it's we we're in a good space now, but it's, it wasn't always like that. So for any sipper who has who may have a bad, not bad, a stressful situation with their mother currently does not mean that it has to be that way in right. the future. Yeah, it can I always think, change it. Did you guys experience this? Because the more I talk to people, the more I realize that this seems to be more common. Like when you were like anywhere from eighteen to twenty one if your parent was involved, that, that there was a lot of friction during that time. Yeah. Frame. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think a for lot sure. of it is just because you're coming into your own adulthood. Mm-hmm. And if your parents were, like, are if they were involved or in your life, then it's hard for them to let go, I think. A lot of that friction comes from them letting go and letting mm-hmm. you become... Who you going to become, yep. Yeah, a little bit yep. of an adult taking on your own self. Yeah. All right, let's do two more. Okay. Your That's house... Fine. Yeah, correct. 55 minutes. I'm messing with you. Uh, your house containing everything you own catches fire. Mm-hmm. After saving your loved ones and your pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? I've actually lived that scenario. My house burned down when I was younger. And I just don't think anything is, if you've got your loved ones, I just don't think anything else is worth it. I wouldn't go back in. You wouldn't go back in, Absolutely not. but the question says you got you have opportunity to go back in and get one item. Right, but why would you go back? in? I don't know. Answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people go back in. That's true. I, like, a woman the other day almost died here in Tampa because she went back in for a medication. Yeah, like, girl, there's a pharmacy. All right, I, I get it. But like for me, in my situation, I woke up, I smelled the smoke, and it was like two o'clock in the morning, and we were on a seven-level home, mm-hmm. in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, the split levels. And so I went downstairs, my mom and dad were sleeping, my nephew were sleeping, and then I we down in the basement is where the fire started. Mm-hmm. And so I got everybody out of the house, and 
it never occurred to me to grab anything other yeah. than my family. I mean, I think if I had to grab something, I'd probably grab my laptop just because right, it has yeah. all my pictures. And, you know, when you that's the only thing I hate about it is like all our childhood pictures and, and stuff, stuff like yeah. that are gone. So once that memory has gone, you're, you know, right. pictures jog your memory of yeah. certain yeah. things. So, you know, I was going to say, sing, go back and get my laptop. But now since everything's in the cloud, thank God for that. I know. And so I don't need to go back and get that. That's but true. I, have, I do have a box in here that keeps a lot of my, you know, important papers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'll probably go back in and get that right there. I was going to picture my mother that my mother and I together, mm-hmm. but like I said, everything's in the everything's clouds. In the so I can always though. replace that right there. So yeah. thank you for that. Pictures, pictures are just so important. Yeah. And I'm going to say this real quick. I had a friend of mine, a young lady, she lived in New Orleans. And when the floods hit New Orleans, mm. she called me one day crying about it you know, because she said we lost everything. She said, Pictures of my great great grandmother. I will never see her again. Yeah, that was the hardest. That's, and, and that's that's hard. Yeah. It is. It's hurtful right there. You know, because you can't remember the person's face over right. time over memory right. and yeah. face. And no she didn't have all those pictures on the computer either. So, yeah. and I, I really feel for her. But like nowadays, things being in the cloud like that, man. I'm like, oh, my computer. I, okay. I, got, I got my pictures up there. My so. mom to this day has a big um, chest of of pi- pictures mm-hmm. yeah. from forever, from long ago, and. Every time we move, she's like, that's the one piece she wants. Like, make sure that's right. you have this movie with me. I don't want to lose it, you yeah. know? And so mm-hmm. I know for her, if the house is burning down, she was like, Jared, Jared <laughs> Lee, <laughs> go, go back in there and get, get, yep. get that, that chest. You should think about um, scanning them. I know. Just so think, many. I did that once of my, like, it was the, the albums that we had in Florida. Um, so we don't have, like, like from like seven to mm-hmm. like you know fifteen, there's no pictures of mm-hmm. me. But um, the ones that we had before seven, we all have them down in Florida, mm-hmm. and so I went and scanned all of them so that we could have them. My brother, after my mother passed, my brother Ralph, he did he did that. He scanned almost all the pictures we had in the photo album. Wow! And he sent me all those pictures on the on the disc and everything. I was like, man, this wow. is great. Yes, it's great. Like yeah. you said, it's so funny because pictures are so delicate and fragile. Yeah. Like it doesn't yeah. take much. Yeah. It can be a hot, humid day. Your AC can cut off, mm-hmm. and that's all it you needs. Know, a, and it's kind of sad if you think about it in today's culture. Most of us don't have pictures up anymore. Yeah. I remember as a child, like you go into yes. the house, Man. you had a mantle yeah, yeah, of yeah. pictures. Yes. Yeah. Like, who was that? Oh, that's your cousin Ray Ray mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. From that, you would just be so excited about just looking at those pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying it's a negative thing because we have all our pictures on our phone, but I, if it's something about walking into a house and having pictures. So at my last place, I used to have my, my nephews, my mm-hmm. aunt who just passed away. Yeah. It's a picture of my family, just like three or four. I didn't have a whole lot. But every now and then, I just look down and glance at them, just right. like, this is my family. You know yeah. what I mean? But you know, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I've been researching and reading a lot about ancestral, like, power. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you always say, like, black people were crazy. But if you go to, like, banks, you always see, like, all the heads of the banks are on right. the yep. wall, right? Yep. Like mm-hmm. every other culture really does believe in ancestry, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, you know, as we should too, it's something really important and to have your ancestors in your home watching over you. And mm-hmm. so I think that's a really important thing is to include them into your... your no, and I'm glad you said, because I was about to get to that point pretty much because too many people on their phone, they have their selfies, Yes. Mm-hmm. They don't really have family members. They have right. friends and mm-hmm. selfies. Mm-hmm. So they've gotten away from their family and everything. Mm-hmm. So what you say is, yeah, keep the family involved inside. They put yes. those pictures. Up. You know what? I'm glad you said that. I think I'm going to start a wall inside yes. of my place somewhere 
with pictures that yeah. way. And you know what you can actually do? This is a crazy idea. Because they have, they brought Polaroids back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you have yeah. the little Polaroid camera. I don't camera. do that. Remember you did that? I still have all so pictures. Can, I'm yeah. keeping those. Yeah. You buy the Polaroids now. Take pol- take pictures and, of your friends or whatever, mm-hmm. your yeah. family, create memories and create, create a wall. Yep. All right. Last question. Oh, actually, I didn't answer. I'm going back for condoms. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. I just, Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. I don't have no condoms. Oh, I'm playing. I'm not going to say nothing with that. I'm going back for my PS4. All right. I believe that. I would. I believe that. Um, When did you last cry? When did you last cry? This morning? I'm not going into Um, further. (laughs) Uh, about two months ago, I, I haven't even told you about it. I, I woke up and I I felt the spirit of my mother Aww. in my bedroom. Mm. I think I told you about that. I, I felt the spirit. I'm not going to tell the story about it. And and I cried and I said, thank you, mom. And I'm about mm. to get teared up right now, so I'm not going to go more. Yay. But that's the that's the last time. Your ancestors are watching you. Your mama watching over you. It's so true. I don't know the last time I cried, man. I and I'm an emotional guy. Like I'm emotional. I have a, I'm an emotionally balanced guy, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time I cried was probably I don't even know. I don't. I'm, I'm be honest. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I'm not gonna make anything up. But I would if I had to guess. I probably cried. I actually, you know what? My last breakup. Yeah. My last breakup, I actually cried. And I didn't cry because like I was heartbroken. I cried because I I know I put so much into it. Yeah. And I was just so frustrated that it had came to that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cut your ass off. You got me a crying right now. Man. Oh, <laughs> TJ. <laughs> oh man, sorry. Your mama this was, is good, was man. watching out yeah, for you. It's, it's true. Good it's true. Yeah. And it's not a coincidence you have a big picture of your mom in your room. It's that ancestry thing. Like like I've been yeah. reading up on it. It's really important to have your ancestors in your home. They will watch out for you. They will Absolutely. come and check I for you. I believe in spiritual guys and our family. Let me say this to all our listeners, man. Your parents are still here. I don't care how much to get on your damn nerves, man. Mm-hmm. Love them. Amen. Love them. Cherish them now. Because trust me, you will miss them deeply when yes. they are gone. And so, yeah. my voice is a little broken right now because this little punk ass got me in here. <laughs> Wait, how's it my fault? Cause Cause you asked me that question. <laughs> I felt that again. Uh, I get blamed uh, for it. So, so, uh, so yeah. No, I love you. Love them. Love them. Love man. your parents. Love, love your friends. Love your time with them, man. It's, you know, and let people it. know you love them, man. Like we, we, we've gotten to. A point where we are so afraid of being vulnerable just amongst our, our friends and family let them know you appreciate them that you love them and it's okay to cry and um i haven't i haven't cried in a long time but i'm not against crying you do for a session <laughs> you, you want to cry session. go watch this is us because it makes me ball oh that's time. true that's Ooh, true child. i i have shed a couple a couple uh thug tears I can't Amen. watch like the whole first season. I'm bawling. I've seen, seen it. That was a good that show. That show on is Netflix. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All, right. All right. Let's go ahead and slide into my least favorite. Oh, this is your mo- it should be your most favorite. My least favorite segment I'm gonna of need, the day. I'm gonna need you to come through though, because TJ my been on the winning streak since you've been gone. Of the day. That sounds <laughs> familiar. 
It don't sound familiar though. I don't know. I don't know what button this is over here. Hold it. Okay. I don't even know if it's over Shay. here. I need my laptop I'm over here. I need my laptop. I need my laptop back. I need my laptop. You're failing. Push a button, man. Actually, I think he has a clip of it. It's all good. All right. So, sippers, That's if it's your first time listening right. to All Tino Shade Spotify, All Tino Shade Podcast, I am about to play five songs that I've chosen for TJ and L to guess before one another and to guess before you. It is on you to try to guess it before them. These songs range from the 80s up to the current day. You need to know the name of the artist or the name of the song. Tastes like TJ has been on the winning streak since you've been gone. Okay. So I need you to come through and come show me, him that he is not the champion. <laughs> it's my least favorite, so I make no promises. All right. <laughs> That's your least favorite. I'm the woman getting beat by you, so. Mm. So this actually, one. I kind of like that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this one came out in 2019. Okay. Very, very new song, obviously. Damn it. Travis Scott. No. Tigger. No. <laughs> Tigger, she going to Tigger. Caesar. No. Chris Brown. Hey. Correct. Hey. Chris Brown. <laughs> you got to know the voice. That's Chris Brown. It sound like him. Listen, not to me. I mean, it's going a little bit, yeah. It's like when he does his little rapping, singing thing. Now, right there, yeah. So this is off his new song, his new album called Indigo, and this song is actually called Indigo. So um, Chris Brown has got his third number one album, his first in seven years, and he's in the news right now for a little bit of controversy because of the lyric he said in his song. What? All he said was. Something about give him the black women with good hair, and everyone started going off on him. But he didn't say like good hair was perm hair. He didn't say it was natural hair. He just said give him the black women that have good hair mm-hmm. or nice hair. Some people been going off. Yeah. All right, one zip, one zip. Don't worry, T. She ain't gonna get them all. She ain't gonna get them all. Held them good already, boy. She come back. Uh uh-uh. uh, that was just the obvious one. Yeah. He just released his album. He's yeah. On like literally. Just like Jay Z was just had, obvious. They talking about had a the concert. number ones. All right, this one came out in 1992. Oh, here we go. 1992. Black Street. Shawty. Correct. Which one? Sade. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was like, did I just get this? No, you would have been happy if you got that I one. I would have pulled a J. That's <laughs> what you were doing. So this is Sade, Cherish the Day. TJ, you was on that one, huh? You were ready for that one. What's the name of Sade's group? That's going to be my question to y'all. Uh, uh, what's, the, what's the name of Sade's band? I don't really know Sade that well. Sade. Sade? Yeah. That's the name of the band, Sade. Yes, it is. It's the name of her self? What's the name of her band? Mm-hmm. What is it? It's the name of her group. Sade. What's her name? Sade. Your group is called Sade? Yeah. You, what's, the, what's the group name? They just play is with it? her. I mean, I have, have one of their um, old maybe, CDs. Maybe in the past it was something else, but... Google it. To me, Pull she always sounds like, I mean, I, this is a very unpopular opinion, I'm sure, guys, but to me, she just always sounds like, what's that pill that, like melatonin? Like, she's the personification of melatonin. Wow. I'm gonna make you sleepy. Oh, like, oh yeah, very, very, very smooth and, yes. Why are you hating on Sade, though? You didn't get it? No, I just don't get it. All right. 
One one. One one. Oh, yeah. we tied. We tied. This one came out in 2015. Okay. 2015. Travis Scott. No. I'm not choosing any more of those. Kanye West. Oh, man. I know this one. Hmm. Yeah. I know this also. I can't think. Come on. Penny Walk. Penny Walk. Yes. yes. I like sweet. Alone. Yeah. DJ knew this one though. He knew it. Yeah. As soon as it came on, I was I can't think of the name. Yeah. So, uh, what? Guess what his real name is? Something ridiculous, I'm sure. <laughs> his name is Willie. 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 He's from New Jersey. Could you imagine six Willie. year old Willie? Like? Yeah, his name is Willie. Like Willie. I don't know. Willie something. All right. So it's 2 1. 2 1. This next song came out in 2007. Brandy? No. Blue Cantrell? No. 2007? Yep. Brandy? Mm-mm. No. Mm. Cypress, you know who it is. Marley. It is a Marley. Damien it's not Bob Marley, though. Ziggy. Not Damien Ziggy. Marley? It's not Damien. Oh, man. He was just here in St. Pete. I don't know. Oh, I know Ziggy Damien. I don't know the other ones. I know there's one more. Well, it's two more uh, guys. Oh, with an S. Wow, y'all don't Steven, know. Steven, I don't know. Steven Marley. Hey, Steven Marley. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. First of all, I'd be really pissed about it's him. Like, how do you have like Damien and like? I know. And us. It's Steven. And then you get Steven. Steven. Like, get the hell out of here. We got Damien, we got Ziggy, and your name is Steven. Like, hey, Ziggy. Hey, Damien. Hey, Steven. Steven. Hey, Steven. Steven Marley. You know, it's like five. It's five of them. It's uh, three, four guys and one one woman, one girl. All right. So it's 2-2? Two, two? Yeah, tied up. 2-2. Two, two. So the next winner would get this one. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Sweetback. I'm sorry. That's her band. Sweet the band back. is sweet back for Shaw Day. That's what I was saying. Hold up. Okay, go ahead. Be ready. That's what All he right. said. Girl, you got that sweet back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one came out in 1995. Ah, fudge. You better be on it. You know he going. He okay. I'm not. You know he wasn't on that one. 2007. I'm scared to hit play. Oh my god, I'm so nervous. Jay Jackson. No. Bell Bib DeVoe. No. No. Mm-hmm. Ah. Luther Vandross. No. Oh, that little young. Shy. No. I know. SWV. No. no, I can't. Zippers, you know who it I is. I know who this. Oh my God. My heart. My love. No. That's not the name of it. No. Love. Candy coated raindrops. No. Is it candy coated? No. Raindrops. What's that? No. It's a young boy. It's a young them young kids. I'm giving you a hand. Huh? I'm giving her a hand. It's the young, the young kid. Can't think of their name. They are a young group. Have I know. Ever loved she even know. <laughs> she don't know it, though. Hey. Oh, she knows the song. She don't know the name of it. Can't think of the young boy. What's the name of the song? 
Raindrops? Droplets? Candy-coated nights? Candy-coated rain? You're close. Candy-coated raindrops? No. Said candy that. rain? Correct. Candy ah! rain. <laughs> candy what's rain. Group? Soul for real. Soul for real. Oh, I wouldn't get yeah. that. Soul for real. Kids. I remember that right there. They are actually all brothers. All brothers. L, welcome back. You are champion. He gave gave both of us hints, so good one. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Welcome back. Thank you. Are you happy that she beat me, man? Finally, somebody. (laughs) Uh, You've been on the winning streak lately. I ain't really care for that. You done got better, TJ. TJ, you know what TJ don't say? He don't say his guesses out anymore. You know, (laughs) that was always you. (laughs) No, that was always you because I used to figure it out. No, no, she said you don't say them out loud. You you keep them in. You you always be guessing. You used to give hints, though. You used to give hints. You used to be like, oh, he's like. Right. I'm going to do that. He's part of that family. Yeah. And, you know, they used to be married to Lauren. You used to give out so many hints. I've been working on. My meditation and learn how yeah. to tune things out. So when you keep talking, I'm like, tune her ass out. <laughs> That's <funny. Rude. laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to our toast. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's that on the time mic. of the episode. We have a Bayo's very own. Well, we have Tyrone the Toastmaster himself, Mr. Abeo. Do what I say, yo. <laughs> TJ, uh, thank you, Jones. It's um, it's, this is really uh, uh, interesting one. I would like for all of us to sit here and uh, discuss a little bit. Okay. And um, basically, it is it is not our differences that divide us. It is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. Say that one more time. Well, I'll give you that in a minute. But I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna give you the reason why I chose this right here okay because what's going on in society right now so many people are in disagreements with whether it's politics um the uh, uh, the genders mm-hmm. uh so many uh issues out here that people are really taking a stand on and people are very verbal and vocalized now yeah. and making their statements on what they disagree with just like just now you mentioned about chris chris uh was chris brown, chris brown. and his music but that's his music yeah why does he have a, a right to say what he want to say with everybody want to sit here and chastise him for what he's saying everything right but i'll say what it is now you know i'm sorry i say what it, is, what it is again so everybody can hear it one more time it is not our differences that divide us it is our inability to recognize accept and celebrate those differences mm. what do you think about that i agree because i think we are we we are allowed to have our own um, thoughts, feelings, thoughts, feelings, perspectives, uh, mannerisms. Most of my mind going blank right now. Um, someone preferences, mm-hmm. right? And so the thing about the internet is everyone feels like everyone has to believe what you believe, and yeah. if you don't believe it, they get upset with you, they yeah. get bothered by yeah, it, yes. and that's not how life works. No. Everyone Absolutely. is entitled to their own opinion, their mm-hmm. own beliefs, their own lifestyle. You don't have to agree with it, but you should be able to respect it Absolutely. In, a, in a respectful manner. And so that's one thing that definitely turns me off about, about the internet and the world we're living in right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that it's so funny because if you were to stop and think about the, like, the things that make us different and celebrate those differences, then we would the world would be so much richer, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. there's a re- like there's some people who are extroverts, there's some people who are introverts, some people who are like the most like craziest like that don't follow the social norms like Kanye West. They're amazing at their art. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And so if we were to just lean into those differences, understand that everybody doesn't have to be a carbon copy of each other mm-hmm. and their ideals, then yeah. 
I think we'd be much richer. And why would you want to exactly all be bring to the same thing? Like, Real born, right? I mean, I understand when it comes to politics, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you don't want to all believe that we should all be liberals because right. all, all one way in mm-hmm. politics is not going to work for the economy. No. And all being conservatives is not going to work. We're all going to be miserable. That's why it's good to have that balance. Right. So why wouldn't you want to have a balance of opinions and beliefs in your own personal mm-hmm. relationships as well? Mm-hmm. So um, good toast. I love that. I, I want to add to that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is our differences that divide us, but we must learn how to close that gap with that right there. And one of the easiest ways to do that is just acceptance. Accept someone's differences. And Jay, mm-hmm. you talk about that oftentimes, and some, it's hard for a lot of people because it goes against the, it go, when, they, when somebody's going against the grain, their grain, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to accept you going against their grain. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Because mm-hmm. guess what? You go against the grain yourself. Yeah. Let's go back yeah. to what I said a long time ago. Not me, yes you. We all do that. Mm-hmm. So learn how to accept those differences. Everything is not going to be the way that you want it to be or you expect it to be. I'm not perfect. You know, people don't do everything the way I want. I don't need to do everything the way somebody else wants. But I'm, I've learned a long time ago how to accept the differences in all of us. Am I for certain things out here? No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to treat no one different yeah. because I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to agree with it. I just need to treat you like a person. And by me doing it that way and everything, it's one of the best things for me. This is going to be amazing because what you just said ties into my final sip. I'm going to tell y'all when we get there. All right. But that's it. Let me read it one more time for our listeners uh, for the Toast of Wisdom. It It is not our differences that divide us. It is our inability to recognize, accept, and celebrate those differences. Thanks for listening. I love it. All right, guys, let's go ahead and switch over to what's your ish? 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 What you got ish? Anyway. All right. I got you ish. I'm sorry. What you got? <laughs> wow. Wow. Sorry. Go ahead. I my name. Fast. Okay, my ish isn't like super fun, but I think it's necessary. Uh, my is ish it? is knowing your having your medical proxy, and mm. also being very clear as to what you want in terms of um, medical care with regards to like if you become a vegetable, Mm -hmm. if you're in a vegetative state, if you go into a coma. I think a lot of people say, oh, keep me alive, you know, like no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. But then when you're really, if you really were to put yourself in that scenario, like if you were going to be a vegetable, so you were completely brain dead, but your body was still functioning, would you still want to be kept alive? Mm -hmm. These are all decisions that you should be making and telling your medical proxy now Mm -hmm. versus them having to make for you. And you never know what tomorrow brings. You don't know what the situation is going to be. My family just had to deal with this. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult. So for me, I'm telling everyone, figure out who your medical proxy is. um, And if you have to do paperwork to make that achieve, to achieve that, then do that. There's power of attorneys. Um, and then also know what you're comfortable with. Because I used to always say, keep me alive no matter what. And it's yeah. definitely a change. Yeah. I don't want to be kept alive if I'm not, if I'm brain dead. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or um, So be very clear with that person so that the burden of you being sick is already an, a lot. And them being your medical proxy is a lot. But them having then to make the decision about what mm-hmm. you would want in that scenario is too much. I don't have a medical proxy. And I definitely need to get one. Um, I definitely do not want to be kept in a vegetative state and I just want to go yeah. mm-hmm. at that point. Cause then cause the flip side of that is if I'm going to be in a, in that state and then some by some miracle, 
I managed to come back to consciousness and awareness. What damage is done to my brain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What lifestyle will I have after that? Yeah. You know? What's and your so, quality of living? Yeah. And so if it's going to be horrible, it's going to be worse than what I already. No, let me go. Yeah. Let me go. I think we were talking about the other day about um, like our, our will and rights and mm-hmm. whether or not how you want to be buried. And I was telling TJ, like, I, donate my, my organs yeah. and, and cremate me mm-hmm. and then take my take my ashes and put it in a seed pod right, yep. and plant me with a tree so I can have some some form of rebirth, yeah. or, you know, but I don't want a big funeral. Yeah. I don't want all that stuff. So. Yeah, nah. yeah tell, you figure that stuff out now. Yeah, you're right. My ish for this week, I went out to do some furniture shopping, and it is mid-century modern furniture. Hey. I am loving how my place is looking up in I here. Like oh, it. I was That's like, nice. yeah, so uh, I ain't done yet, but uh, I would tell anybody, um, get some of that mid-century modern look. It really establishes a good look for your place. So. Don't shop with TJ shop. He is spending some money. <laughs> you need to be bougie. No. Nice. Don't do and TJ. Balling. No. Balling. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to sit here and know the right sales people and be like, come here, short. Let me talk to you for a minute. <laughs> you finessing them? <laughs> Feeling that booty. Uh, let me hit you with that finesse. Hey, I get, I get a good discount. <laughs> I bet you do. Wow. So my ish is a show. Is what? A show. Okay. okay. So, Stranger Things 3 Ugh. is I haven't watched it. I should have known that was coming yeah. for you. It is here. I just started it. Amazing. I will say it's a little darker than the first two seasons. How many shows are this are this, just, um, this season? Episodes? Um, I don't know. I think... Honestly, I'm not one of the people that looks at the mm-hmm. how many episodes it is. Mm-hmm. I just start playing it once it once it's there. And just go. Yeah. But so far, it's good. So, after my ish this week, it's Stranger Things 3. Mm-hmm. I just finished... Jessica Jones. How was that? I couldn't get that's into right. it. I first that's saw the right. first two episodes and it's just like, mm. yeah, it's all right. It's not too bad. But yes, if you like the first two seasons of Stranger Things, you mm-hmm. like this season, but it is a little bit darker. I'm enjoying it so far. I just started it a couple of days ago. I'm trying to pace myself so that I don't binge through it too quick. And that is my that is the best part. Right. All right, guys, before we move on to our final sip, please, sippers, if you are not our friend on social media, then add us, share us, like us. You can find us on Instagram at Altino Shade Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Altino Shade or our Facebook group, Altino Shade Podcast and Friends. And you can always email us if you have a question or just want to hit us up. It's Altino Shade Podcast at gmail.com. And with that, let's go ahead and get into our final. So I have a final sip. Mine's just going to be longer than yours, I think, so you should go ahead. What's your final? You have a final sip? No, you go ahead. Mm-mm. Ladies first. My final sip. Go ahead, Jay. Is. <laughs> See? You know what? Hilarious. Ain't nobody laughing but you. You already laughed, so. <laughs> you did. You, 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 you laughed first. Uh, my final nice. sip is, um, if you have a problem with Ariel being black, then please jump off the next nearest building. Mm. Thank you. We talked about that in um, this last week's episode briefly about um, uh, Haley Bailey. Yeah. Being mm-hmm. me. Um, but yeah. I mean, she is a fictional is. character. And then so I posted this on Facebook and then somebody's like, well, you would feel some type of way if Black Panther was a white man. And I was like, so li- he's literally described as Black Panther. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I would have a problem if Pink Panther was anything but pink too. Like, I mean, yeah. there's nothing in Ariel's name or the description that really, like, that forces you to have to make her white. She's a fictional character. Well, I wasn't bothered with um, Cleopatra being white. 
and I wasn't bothered either with Tonto mm. being white. Is, is, isn't Tonto what Indian He's from Indian? Yes. But why is he white? Uh, Okay. They did a whole uh, ass movie called Gods of Egypt with all white, all white people. people. Yeah. Did they? Yes. <laughs> yes. How are you a god of an African I know, I've seen place? it also, yes. Like, yes, so. Jesus Christ but, but has been portrayed as white for all eternity. That needs to be my response. But yet he my, has hair My wool. response is, if you got a problem with Ariel, I'm putting this on Facebook right now. If you got a problem with Ariel being black, I got a problem with Jesus being white. I mean, he ain't really white anyway. Because he ain't. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> So I mean, y'all should have seen her face. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of. I felt that in my chest. Like, he ain't. <laughs> I felt it in my heart. She was a little, she was a little heated in that moment. I did. I'm annoyed. Okay. But she got such a cute evil face, man. No. Do it again. Uh, yes. My evil face looks mean. <laughs> my evil face looks mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> 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 Oh, He's over here hating. Oh, you finally figured out a button? Yes, I figured out the right oh, button okay. this time. Hold on one more time. All right, yeah. Uh, he wasn't in a joke. Oh, Whatever. poor boo-boo. Poor, poor baby. Poor yeah, little pink. What you got for, yeah, for the final sippers. sip, man? All right, so this ties in really into what you kind of was talking about. And this is a real life story that just happened to me. So, so the other day, I was swiping on Bumble and swiping on Tinder. Okay. Doing the typical male or person thing that we do is just looking at the pictures and deciding whether or not to swipe left or right based on their pictures do you and read their profile. Their bio? No. I never read the bio. Exactly. No one I reads the y'all. bios until afterwards. Until afterwards, yeah. So I was just doing my thing. I swipe, 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 whatever. Last This morning I woke up and I realized I had a, I had a notification saying that I had a Tinder match. Mm-hmm. Opened it up and looked at the pictures. Oh yeah, she's pretty. Yeah. Went to the profile, read the profile. And on the profile, it says, I'm a trans woman. All right. And so I am not at a place currently in my life where I am okay dating someone who has been transitioned. Yeah. And so I unmatched myself. Mm -hmm. Right. But my eyes were attracted to what I saw. There was no way to tell that she was a man. That she was a man. Before, yeah. Before. Two questions to Mm y'all. One. Do you feel that those in the transgender community should be honest up up front about it? Yeah. And two, what would you do if you found yourself dating someone for a while and they weren't upfront about it and you found out that they had been something else? Luckily, this young woman was upfront and honest about it and I was able to... Decide if that's something you could handle. Exactly. Yeah. So, those are my two questions. I would I don't know if I would date somebody who is openly well I don't care if openly or not right I, I don't know if I could date somebody who's trans but maybe I actually don't I think probably I could but what I couldn't do is date somebody who I didn't know was trans yeah. and find that out later because to me I think you do have an obligation to tell people that inf- that's a that's really an important part of who you are and yeah. if it wasn't then you wouldn't do all the surgery you wouldn't do all the the things to transition mm-hmm. right so obviously mm-hmm. it is a big part of who you are and i think you have an obligation to tell me so i can decide if that's something that i personally can be comfortable with okay i, t- I totally agree with l um no i couldn't mm-hmm. and uh that is my choice and i would like to know up front if they are yeah um because that's the respect i want to give them also they have they made their choice Mm-hmm. And went to see me. I want to have my choice also and went to know who they are as well. Yeah. Um, but no, um, I couldn't and I would appreciate it. Um, 
by them telling me. Mm-hmm. And if I found out later on that they were, it would be especially, you know, you start to develop feelings for some of them as, as what time you, go on. You've already been kissing and whatever, mm-hmm. why not? They didn't tell you. <clears throat> I would be angry. I ain't gonna be. I, off the bat, I would be angry. Yeah. That I didn't know that because yeah. it goes against my beliefs. Yeah. yeah. My beliefs for me. Yeah. Okay. For who I want to see personally. Yeah. As a friend, that's fine. I had no problem with being friends. You yeah. Know? But other than that, mm-mm, I, I couldn't, and I wouldn't want to uh, date someone who, like I said, has already yeah, transitioned. I agree with both of you. And I, I do have a question, like another question on that one. Oh, let me. Can I answer first? Yes, you can. All right. So, I, I feel because there's a lot of people in the transgender community who I support 100 yeah. percent with their lifestyle that feel like they shouldn't have to disclose that previous life. I disagree with that. Yeah. But just like you want us to respect who you are, right. you're deciding to be, you have to allow, well, giving you the choice to be who you want to be. You have to give us the choice to make a decision if we want to be involved in that life with That's you. That's it. Yeah. Right? Don't, don't ask for the ability to have a choice and not give us a choice, a choice as well. It can't work like mm-hmm. that. That's, yeah. that's, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. And so, but like I said, I don't, if I find myself in a relationship with someone who hadn't disclosed that mm. it would be hard to separate myself. Cause I'm sure I would already feel it. Have already feel it mm. But I would feel like I've been lied to. Yeah. I feel like my, it's like almost like cheating. Like you've che- like someone cheats on me. Like with our last topic of last week, I feel violated. I feel like my trust has been, been broken right. yeah. because of, of the situation. Yeah. For me, I have another question to add to that. So I think we all kind of agree that in the scenario where like you're like on Tinder or you're like perusing the person or dating someone that they have the the they have the the obligation to disclose. But what happens in like the hookup one night in the club scenario, right? Like you meet somebody. I mean, I don't hook up, but I don't do one night yeah. dance. But if you meet somebody in the club and you hook up with that person, right? there generally isn't a lot of obligation on that person to tell you anything, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in those scenarios, is it really, is there an expectation for them to disclose if they like, are fully women now? You know what I mean? Man. Yes. I, that's tough. Yes, that's it tough. is. Yes, it is. Because I, I don't, I don't feel like you, uh, I've never been in that scenario, so I don't know, but I would assume that a lot of conversation is not happening. Yeah, you're just dancing and feeling and grinding and, yeah. I mean, we don't in the club the club scene. We don't go up to a girl and expect her to tell us that she's in a relationship or she yeah. got a man. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, you're just doing your thing. You're attracted to what you look, what your eyes and your body says tells you is a is a is a male. Like yeah. for a woman, it, I mean, cause there are some women that have transitioned to being men who yeah. look like men. It's crazy yeah. because really, like with the hormones and with plastic surgery. There are some men who have transitioned to women that Absolutely. look literally. If you ever seen Pose, there's this woman, mm-hmm. there's this a uh, transitioned woman mm-hmm. named Angel, and she is exquisite. Like there's no way you would know. And not only would you not know, but you would want a bag because she's that like beautiful. Yeah. And the same thing. There are there are women who have transitioned to men, and they flat out look like dudes. Yeah, I would want. I, I would. I would want them to tell me, especially if it's getting hot and heavy. Yeah. Like, we just talking. Like, I don't really care. I'm not asking for your number. We just having a conversation. You ain't got to tell me shit. Yeah. But if you see it, I'm feeling you. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm like, yo, like, tell me. Like, I don't know. I personally would want to tell somebody. If yeah. I was transitioning, I would I would say something to someone. <laughs> well, 
I'll just suggest to anyone when you're out there on a dating scene and just ask. Yeah. And and, and you do, sometimes you don't want to be that direct and upfront, but due to how things are nowadays, you have to. So you're gonna ask. you're gonna ask a person, Why hey, not? were you a man previously? And do I, I look like a man? You like can, you know what I mean? Like you, you can say it in yeah. a nice kind of way. Say, look, I just want you, with all due respect to you. Yeah. You know, you got some big ass feet. <laughs> <laughs> and your hands beginning. Let me stop. No, but it's um, hard, it's, man. It's hard to tell these it, days. It, and it's, it is and hard to scary. tell. And that's it's why. Again, think about this. Even back in the day when AIDS was prevalent, when it was, when it first came out, prevalent, first came out, people were starting to ask about that also as yeah. well, uh, AIDS and so forth. So nowadays, even with the genders now being a bit different, I'm not saying treat them any different at all. No, no yeah. you gotta say, look, I understand that's you, but I'm I'm not ready for that. But yeah. we can get finished dancing. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know, go ahead, you know. Then but, Dave Chappelle uh, have a little skit about that. I, that's that's why I said that, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know, so, that's, that's my final sit. And so, just ask. <laughs> there you go. Just ask. All right. Anything, any other final sips? No, I don't have anything else. All right. Well, now, hold up. It's nice to have you back on. Yay. It really, really is. Yeah. Nice miss your voice you and miss your smile here and everything, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, I'm going to go ahead and call this sip session. Done. Holla. <laughs> <Holla. laughs>